Ages passed in a world called Spanth. The land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call... of Dragon Town. Hello everybody and welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town, an original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I am your host, Jamie, and to my left we have Morrison. Character name. You say your character name. Come on. <laughs> sorry. I did, you names. said Jamie, so I was like <laughs> I'm the DM. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Uh, we'll just take it back. I'll, I'll introduce no, myself again. I'm not going to cut any of this. Yeah. Just say your goddamn oh, yeah, character just, name, Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. Gallivan Orales. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> whiskers. Uh, Donatello Whiskers. Dave. Oh, uh, Rodri Wilder Swiffids. <laughs> Robe and Dornapple. Damn it. <laughs> and the last time on the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town, Crobin. Or Noah is going to fill us in. Uh, yes. So last time, um, what happened was we all met up at that spot where we were told to meet by the flyer. You know, the magic in the flyer. City of Misty Mar. In the city of Misty, Misty Mar. And there was this creepy sort of birdman wizard guy who is apparently this oracle that the flyer is talking about. And he uh, invited us to be his bodyguards for the evening at a fancy schmancy auction uh, uh, being held at the abode of a very rich nobleman in the town of Misty Mar. Lord Dareth and, Blackberry. Yes, that's his name, Lord Dareth Blackberry. And we all met each other for the first time, and that's like a momentous thing. And uh, then we all, you know, we went off on our first sort of adventure. But I wonder so far what it's just a party. They're auctioning. Well, that's I have no the idea. Big question. No idea. We'll all find out together. We will. Right now, as you all are, you kind of hustled along with the rest of the crowd uh, towards the eastern stage, the eastern chambers, uh, and you all kind of, you know, you're moving amongst these people, kind of being shepherded this way, uh, and you are all brought into a large room uh, that looks like one of those swanky restaurants with that has live music playing where it's kind of one of those you enter into the middle and the seats go kind of like a movie theater but where if you entered in through the middle where the seats go up and back and it's raked slightly behind you going up and it also goes down in front of you it's it's very shallowly raked it's not like huge top to bottom coliseum seating but uh you know it's, it's pretty shallow but it goes and it looks like this place this room could hold about to 100 to 150 people and there are these really nice tables set up um with like little little like uh ornately folded napkins uh on each of the tables and each table looks like it can hold about five to six people um and people are filing in uh including yourselves and they are all kind of being uh, you know, there are some like ushers there basically ushering these people to these little tables uh, and there are little paddles sitting on the table, you know, the little auction paddles that you hold up. They got some of those. Each one of those is placed very neatly underneath each uh, ornately folded um, uh, little handkerchief and napkins on the tables. Um, fancy. You, yeah, it's very fancy. And there's a big stage. Uh, as you enter, you see it is it is down from when you enter a little bit about like 35 feet uh, ahead and down uh, this this kind of wide sprawling stage um, and there is some the mute there's like still some quiet music kind of playing from the main uh, ballroom that you all have left and uh, it's kind of just just winding down you hear it just softening and, and fading off in the background as you enter in uh, and everyone is ushered in to sit and uh, is anybody proficient in perception Oh, I don't yes, have sir. my character sheet. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, those who, of you who are proficient in perception, like uh, Donatella Whiskers, um, you notice that there are, uh, there's a left, there's a section, like right when you enter in through the main doors, uh, to the, like right to the left side that has been marked off as reserved. About six tables uh, that have been 
marked off as reserved. Like I said, <laughs> that's what I notice. Yeah, you just notice that as you as you all are ushered off to the right and down a little ways, and uh, and ushered to, uh, to your table where you all uh, are seated, and the oracle kind of sits uh, in between all of you, um, two on the left, two I'll be on next the right. To him. Cool. I'm sitting next to him. Crobin is uh, proficient yeah. in perception as well. I just found out. Perfect. Then you also notice this. Cool. I will sit next to the man as well. I'm gonna sit near Galavan. You're going to sit next to Galavan? Mm -hmm. Cool. Then you're on the outside next to Galavan. And I'll and be on whiskers, the outside And then Rondri on the yeah. yeah. Dope. Cool. So you are all seated. And it takes, you know, there's a little while while everybody gets filed in and seated and all that. And then there's a little moment of anticipation, like before a movie starts. And we're just like, oh. And, and all the nobles. Popcorn. Exactly. There, are, there actually is a little bowl uh, with little, like, finger snacks, like little grapes and nuts and stuff like that. Kind Ooh. of a little... Uh, little bowls on your table charcuterie boards yeah. oh absolutely there's some tables have charcuterie some tables have like little fruits and nuts you know a little trail mix um, here. all the olives oh yeah 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 yeah. there's some and they're fine olives yeah I mean, they are they are very well picked yeah um they're they're like right in season oh are there um, any soft-boiled eggs no there are not any soft-boiled <laughs> eggs unfortunately crobin so that's sorry. fine because crobin brought his own <laughs> <laughs> Coben oh, no. sees that there's nothing here that really fits his diet, and he <laughs> takes out from his pack a little mess kit with a little napkin, which he unfolds on his little lap, his little dumb lap, and he takes out a little softball egg and starts peeling the shell. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you do that. Um, and uh, people file in, and things kind of start, you know, the anticipation builds a little bit. And then uh, Lord Dareth Blackberry in all his regalia and finery, kind of wearing this fine... This is the guy that owns the house. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You've seen him before. He has kind of long, straight, slicked back black hair that kind of uh, waterfalls down his back. Um, and he has a very, you know, very noble air to him. He holds his chin up very high and he wears this very fine, uh, like, double-breasted suit um, with this long cloak with this nice brooch in front of it that comes up. And he kind of sweeps his way up these stairs and, and take center stage uh, in front of all of you and um, he has like a he has a Actually, no, he does not. Yeah, he. So he walks up and takes center stage, and uh, I was gonna say he has like a, a microphone. Can you uh, spell his name for me? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dareth is D E R E T H, and Blackberry is black. I can spell Blackberry. It's not like the Blackberry, Blackberry. It's Black B U R Y, Blackberry, or Blackberry. Like Blackberry Jam. No, uh, no, I think that's like still that. spelled um, <laughs> still... B-E-R-R-Y. Like, like a, the phone. Like a phone, Blackberry. Like uh, the phone. I think that's spelled B-E-R-R-Y. Like the wild thornberries? Mm, you're just saying it differently think now. It's still spelled yeah, berry. You, yeah, it's still spelled B-E-R-R-I-E-S, I think. I think. All right, well, what? agree to disagree. Fair. Either way, it doesn't matter how his name is spelled. No, it, do it does. It, it does. It What's does. It? You'll see. It's going to be a crucial plot element. I wrote uh, down the correct spelling. Got it. I'm, I'm ha very happy to hear that. Uh, inspiration. Just kidding. Um, so Lord Dareth takes <laughs> I am not clicking the inspiration button. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, great. So Lord Dareth takes center stage, and he, glances, he looks out over everybody for a second, just kind of taking everyone in and beaming and smiling, uh, very proud of this kind of crowd he's got. And he kind of waves hi to a, a, a couple people and gives little nods <laughs> yeah 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 i will wave you'll uh, wave to him yeah yeah he's, he's not looking in your direction but you wave anyway yeah, for sure i want to look like i know him. and then he does and he gives you a smile he doesn't <laughs> it doesn't seem to be it's one of those ones where it's like you can't tell if he actually recognizes you but it's like a very friendly smile anyway like if yeah he could be recognizing you whiskers sure. will turn to the crow man and say he smiled at me i don't know him <laughs> uh lord dareth says <laughs> um he says <clears throat> Well, I would like to thank you all for coming on such short notice. I've been so busy with affairs here in the city that inviting you all to out to this beloved affair tonight almost slipped right through my fingers. But of course, my beautiful wife, Eleanor, would never let that happen. Fiskers <laughs> will start clapping. Oh, okay, yeah, you start Just clapping. by yourself. <laughs> You kind of you kind of start a soft little clap, and a couple other people join you. And and head you see heads turn, and uh, down in front center, off to the right a little bit is Eleanor, and people kind of turn and look at her, and and you know you very clearly you see that's his wife, and people are like uh, patting her on the back and like uh, resting a hand on her shoulder, uh, and he kind of lets out a soft chuckle, and he goes, um, thank you for always catching what I let so carelessly drop, my heart. Well, I would like to 
Thank you all for coming out tonight. Uh, again, to support the charity of the Golden Bowl, uh, as you all know, the proceeds from tonight's auction will go to help feed the hungry and cure the sick all across the nation of Kalador. Now, it has been a little over a year since our land was at long last returned to us, by which I, of course, refer to the disappearance of the Deus Morti, some of the worst villains Voros has seen in its time. Whiskers will clap again. Yeah, people people take up this clap. Uh, it is not a celebratory clap as much as it is a solemn, uh, very, like, the war is ended, thank God, so many people died, and, you know, yeah. and it's Whisker a very solemn kind Whisker's of clap. Whiskers is going to nudge Rondry and, like, like point, an point around, clap. like, check this out, I'm starting yeah. these claps. <laughs> look Look what I'm capable of. Cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. So the Deus Morti and this war, this is like something that we all know about? Yes. Okay. Um, you all were probably, so you were very likely, many of you, um, kept inside uh, under curfew for some years of your life. Uh, there were, for about five years, uh, this this basically terrorist kind of organization, this tyrannical group that called themselves the Deus Morti, uh, kind of ruled the land. And it's been a little over a year, like he said, since they have disappeared. Hmm. Uh, and he goes, oh, so picking back up, he says, some of the worst villains Voros has seen in all its time. And that is really saying something. And then there's kind of a, a little bit of a soft, respectful chuckle. Ha-ha! <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> For nearly five years... Those four mad monsters ruled this land with a rotten claw, and our kingdom of Kalidor felt it the hardest. When King Lithos was slain, and the, crown, and the throne at Crown's Rise was taken by... Well, I'm not going to say his name. But when all seemed to be coming to an end for all of us here in this land we call home, or at least a very bleak and sickly future, we all held on. We held on to hope and prayed to the goddesses and gods that they would deliver us from this evil that had been forced into our lives. And sure enough, in due course, somehow we were all spared their wrath. And now here we are, a kingdom mending its wounds and growing stronger and wiser than we have ever been. We as a people, are growing closer and more intertwined than ever. Gnomes and humans work side by side, rebuilding homes. Dwarves and elves can walk side by side without fear. With such peace and prosperity on the rise, there can be no doubt that this nation, our nation of Kalador, is fast on its way to leading our great land of Voros as a symbol of peace and unity. And there is a... Oh, yeah. You don't even need to start this applause. People are worked up. People are like... Whiskers will stand up and join the... And join yeah, the yeah. There are other people standing as well. Um, uh, a lot of lords kind of like make their... Take their time. And there is like about a 20 to 30 second applause break at this point. Uh, and as as he kind of gestures for people to kind of take their seats again, uh, he's holding a, a glass of a uh, dark red wine in his hand. Uh, and he holds it up and he goes, And with that, I would like to propose a toast to the future of this great land. Long may our houses and families hold strong. May health, wealth, peace, and freedom Reign forevermore. And then there's some years from out in the audience. No more fear of plagues, of vampires, of dragons, of mad tyrants hell-bent on placing us all under their iron grasp. And people are woo, really getting into the cheering. Uh, and he goes, and then uh, he goes, May the goddess watch over you all by Solene's light and Udalali's mirth. Let us drink. To Kalador! And then everyone raises their glasses. And uh, if you all like, you can be raising your glasses as well. To Kalador! To Kalador! To Kalador! And then that kind of dies down, and people, everybody takes a sip. And now, without further ado, let us now welcome auctioneer Amerigo Meow Meow!
<laughs> no. At which point, <laughs> a very haughty, well-dressed uh, tabaxi man starts to make his way onto the stage, kind of lumber onto the stage meow. a little bit. Uh, yes, meow indeed. He is Amerigo Meow Meow, and he is one of those cat breeds that's very fluffy. Uh, I don't exactly know what they're called, but his coloration is like orange that kind of goes into white a little bit as you get closer to his belly. Like Garfield. And it kind of, yeah, kind of like, actually, yeah, kind of like Garfield, but he's got those, the really sticky outy fluffy kind of fur, but it's all like meticulously kind of, kind of um, feathered out. And he has, he is like whole nine yards. Like he has a monocle in his left eye. He has a big curly blonde mustache uh, and he's got a big Cheshire grin that he, he beaming brightly at the whole cloud as he kind of waves out to some people. Uh, he's got a little pocket watch in his vest and a long tail coat as he comes out and he waves to some people and he kind of lumbers forward and takes center stage. Uh, and he goes, um, Yes, thank you, thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I am Amerigo Meow Meow. <laughs> and it would be my pleasure to be running the auction tonight. <laughs> yes. So, let us begin. And then the auction begins. And I will kind of montage over it. We begin an auction montage. Uh, but I will hit some of the highlights. Uh, the first thing they open with, actually, what'd you say? <laughs> the highlights. The highlights. The, the auction highlights. Yeah, the auction highlights. You yeah. know, you can't you can't cover. Mostly, it's like exquisite art pieces. Uh, you know, like like fancy busts busts of gods and stuff like that. Like intricately carved by famous artists from across the land. Uh, there one there is one major item that stands out. It is actually the first one they talk about. It's an exquisitely carved ivory drinking horn. That and all the items are kind of brought to the front by servants. Some are like 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 the ones that are like busts resting on like uh, resting on like marble pillars. They are like like kind of brought very carefully out by servants and sat to the right of the uh, uh, auctioneer Amerigo. And he kind of gestures to them and he'll talk up the items and he'll ooh you know this bust is of uh, you know ooh. Delali, and it represents her mirth and joy and revelry and uh, you know isn't it it would be lovely for anyone's entryway and he's really talking these up to the nobles uh this this whole auction is very much so aimed at the the upper class of course and uh so the, me yeah absolutely yes. uh, and that ivory drinking horn uh, they say was once owned by a legendary elven warrior um that you all know the name of this legendary elven warrior is named rowan thalidi I knew that. You did know that. Uh, and he was of the Vindicators, a group that actually uh, supposedly saved the realm from the Deus Morti. Uh, they were they were like a, a group of adventurers and heroes. Um, and this ivory drinking horn, once supposedly owned and used by him uh, during the final battles, uh, is valued. It's the, the auction starts at 1,800 gold pieces. So 180 oh, platinum. I can afford that. How much do I have? I, have, I think I have 10. I have five, five gold. So if you guys like pulled it together, uh, we might have like fifty. Yeah, you guys might might have fifty if you pulled it together. So this auction is not for us. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, uh, it might be. We're well, like Gallivan said, it's a little bit for Gallivan. Uh, but I don't have. I'm not going to. My family is. We don't. This is not. We stick to matters of finance. We do not show off our money. And as the auction is happening, uh, the Birdman is kind of uh, sitting back in his seat with his head kind of um, resting his head like resting back in his shoulders and after a little bit uh, you hear him kind of letting off like a soft like and it's he's falling asleep um, and there are so the, there are crows that are kind of just emerging from his robes that kind of when he starts to drift off one of them will like peck him in the ear and he'll just like slap it away and be like oh, Cassie Cassie, or a get it with you. all his crows, Cassie. <laughs> yeah, so far they're all been named <laughs> yeah. Cassie. Uh, and then uh, some, one of the other items is a solid jade uh, game board of this game that exists. It's kind of like chess. Jumanji? It is Jumanji, <laughs> the game of jungle adventure. No, it's this game that exists in this world called Rise, which is kind of like chess. The goal is to become uh, the queen of the lands and to demolish your opponent. Um, and this solid jade game board is valued at, uh, it starts at 800 gold pieces. Um, and then there is a large abstract painting of great beauty uh, by this renowned halfling painter. Uh, that's like the equivalent of like, I don't know, I wanna say, uh, what was the 
Kudat? Kaibot. <laughs> Kaibot. Kaibot. Maybe like a Kaibot of their time. They're, they're not even dead yet, and they're already famous, like that level of painter. Wow. Yeah. Um, this halfling painter named Pearl Greenbottle. Uh, and this, yeah, this uh, painting was supposedly recovered from the, Holand, the holy dwarven city of Hammerheart Hold from the personal bedchambers of the dread mountain king Tiamen Ironshield I himself. And it is valued at its uh, 2,300 gold pieces. It's in the Hall of the Mountain King? Uh, you might say that. Sued. That's too long. Yeah, yeah, that was way too long. Or perfect. That's public domain, I think. That one might be. I don't know if Trieg is public domain. So the auction continues uh, for about an hour. Uh, these nobles bid, and and you know, there's there's some moments where there's like a one tense moment where one noble, these two nobles are going back and forth for each other for a while. And one of them is actually uh, Craigane Bouldergast, and they're going back and forth. And then finally, the other guy outbids him, and Craigane, uh, you know, basically lets out, "Oh, too rich for my blood." I'm not saying something. <laughs> and then like everybody around is like, "Oh, Craigane." I'm gonna laugh at that too. Cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> he sitting is. on the a couple tables over so. <laughs> and he kind of looks over you and gives you like a, a jolly <laughs> wink in your direction uh, rich people are so funny yeah they're hilarious yeah we rule <laughs> uh and the auction after some time uh kind of winds down and uh amerigo kind of clasps his hands in in front of him uh on his little it was well not so little but on his on his the front of his belly he kind of clasps his little paws over it uh, and he, he adjusts his monocle real fast and he goes i'm well, uh, what's my voice for America? Well, ah, uh, yes, America, meow, meow. Hello, America, meow, meow. Hello. Oh, no, it's not like Mary Poppins. <laughs> there we go. It's not like Mary Poppins. There we go. Well, it is. <laughs> God damn it. That sounds really good. That sounds good to is me. That, is Keep that America's going. voice? Okay, sure. cool. It is now. Well, I suppose that winds down tonight's auction. Hmm. Well, very nearly. Uh, there is actually one last thing, one last item, a I very special it. piece. It's going to be a human. If everyone would a please human remain child seated, in a cage. They will, uh, we will finish with the last item, and you will all be free to return to your revelry. Bring in our other guests. And then the doors uh, open to the chamber. Yeah, there is kind of this silence. there, And there is a tension that happens in the room where the nobles kind of look around. like Because yeah, all of us are like, people? Humans being sold? Mm -hmm. And the doors open, and filing in from the back uh, about are about 20 hooded figures that uh, make their way over to that reserved area, diddle the six diddle tables. Diddle diddle diddle. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, so they, they make their way over, and, and some of the attendees uh, closer to the door uh, let out a few like gasps and, and cries. Um, and these guys all, are Deus Morty, aren't they? You all notice that there a lot more guards have showed up uh, during the course of the auction. Um, there are about four guards nearby, pretty much every table, and they are they are not wearing any signifying marks. They are just big and armored guards, and uh, so not the same types of guards we've seen throughout the night. They are not wearing uh, Lord Blackberry's um, oh, sigil or anything. No. They are just very neutrally dressed armored, uh, like just blacks and grays. I'm going to look for an escape route yeah. beyond the doors they just came in. Yeah, well, beyond the door. So there's there's a uh, some double doors in the center, and there's an escape route off to the right of that, about 50 feet to the right of that and 50 feet to the left. And all the es uh, escapes are also very guarded. Um, so these 20 figures of various shapes and sizes are escorted through the doorway. And uh, as people are like letting out cries and, and like gasps and stuff like that, Amerigo holds up his hands and he goes, now, 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 if everyone will just remain seated, everything will be just fine and we'll get through this. Are they gonna auction off our own lives? What is happening? They now, are. And then, they and are. Lord, I, saw, Lord, I could tell by Jamie's face. Lord Blackberry uh, actually gets up and the guards puts their hands on his shoulders, but they he pushes their hands off of him and he makes his way onto the stage and gets up like he's about 10 feet away from Amerigo and he goes, Amerigo, what is the meaning of this? 
And Amerigo goes, no, no, my lord Are you lord sure he doesn't Gregory. go, meow, meow? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the meaning of this right meow. <laughs> and he goes, now, now, my lord Blackberry, please have a seat. And then he gestures to the guards behind him. And four, five guards uh, come up behind him. And they get in front of him and Amerigo and, ju- and start to, they pull out their swords just a tiny bit. And Lord Blackberry kind of looks them up and down and then huffs and and just very, very shamed uh, of this happening to him in his own estate, makes his way back to his table. And he goes, um, as, as he continues to be set, uh, Amerigo looks after him with this big, uh, wide grin and goes, up, just sit tight and try not to do anything stupid. <laughs> and, and thank you for providing us with an exceptional venue with which to do this. My employer sends his thanks. <laughs> so, bring it out. And then some servants, uh, the same kind of servants that have been bringing out, I should say, uh, bring out this footlocker-sized chest. That favorite is, shoe store. It's a great one. Uh, it's matte black wood, and it is heavy, uh, with strong iron bands kind of securing it. And all everything looks really, like, well-fastened, uh, shut. And there is a very small, singular, circular keyhole uh, right in the front. And the servants bring it out, and they put it down on the put it down. ground. And um, you all see the other the figures have all taken their seats. Uh, there is there was one. I mean, there's there's all sorts of, of strange hooded figures over there. But you can tell when the item comes in, there is even a tension amongst them. And also, their tables are spaced a little further apart than the other tables. Sen- and you get a sense that some of them are even like keeping their distance or even like whispering things to some of the other tables. But once the chest comes out, all of that stops. And everybody just kind of sits in silence as it, as it is heavily put down on the stage. And uh, Amerigo goes, well, shall we begin the set price at 20,000 gold pieces? And immediately the other tables uh, start bidding on it as well. Um, and and they they start they start everybody in the reserved section is is bidding on this item. Is the oracle still asleep? <sighs> yeah. Uh, no, the oracle is awake at this point, uh, and he is just staring at everything. You can't. He, he is completely neutral expression, and he's just watching everything transpire. Like he's paying very close attention uh, to everything that's happening. Crobin is taking furious notes. For are sure. we supposed to know who these hooded people are? Uh, is this strange to us? Like. Oh, yes. This is very strange to you. You have no idea who these are. Um, but everybody roll me perception checks, please. If you'd like to take a closer look at them. Ooh, nat 20. Ooh. That's going to be a 21. With your natural 20, uh, Rondri, as you are the one who is probably seated closest to them, uh, you make out two figures who are very clearly, uh, they, they are very wide set squat figures and very burly. And they, in addition to these cloaks, you can definitely make out this heavy, uh, like, half-plate armor that is also, like, black and gray and emblazoned on uh, kind of patches. Or no, actually, if it's plate, yeah, it would be, like, stained into the armor at certain spots. Um, You see a a symbol um, that you would recognize as the symbol of this organization that has kind of been around in the history of this land uh, for a while. Uh, and it is the symbol, uh, It's the, sh- the symbol looks like a shield with a zigzag going down the middle from top to bottom. And the, you know that this is the symbol of the, uh, the Iron Shields. That is what they are called, uh, this organization, and they are basically an elite security task force for uh they've been the security task force for um when when vampire lords ruled this land hundreds of years ago they were the main task force then they were the the vampire in service they were the vampire they were in service to the vampire lords yeah and when uh the deus morti they were thought disappeared and when the deus morti took over about six years ago um they resurfaced 
and they were seen again. And they are wearing like patches like on their on their uh, like on their arms and on their chest of their armor. You see this symbol. I'm gonna get Whiskers' attention. I'm gonna be like, uh, sir, sir, sir. Yes. Sir, sir. And it is it is steel gray and red. Yes. And I'm like nodding my head in that direction. And Whiskers, as you look over, uh, you see that, uh, and you also make out um, some figures who have... We're making out. Yeah. <laughs> you also make out. Uh, <laughs> that was a weird make out noise. You, you don't make out like that? Oh, he's a cat, so he's just like... Yeah, that's true. Oh, God. Like, licky, licky, licky. So uh, this is like the equivalent of like a bunch of like Nazi SS soldiers showing yes, up. Exactly. That is that is and the... taking control of an auction... Uh, that is only one of the tables, however, and there are only two of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is only there are only two of those figures. The rest of them oh, are these aren't the guards that came I in. Thought, no, yeah. no, no, no. Sorry, these are sitting at a table. Okay. I should have clarified that. Two sitting at a table are two burly dwarven figures bearing those symbols, uh, and you see sitting at another table, um, there are three lithe figures, uh, and that you can make out their skin is like dark blood red. And they have long, sharp claws at the end of their fingers. Have I ever seen anything like this before? Uh, you have not. And you can just barely make out under their cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just barely make out. Uh, under their cloak, um, the darkness, you see the glint of, of sharp um, top fangs shining from <laughs> underneath their, their dark hoods. Uh, so when Rondry like, like... Vampire fangs. When Rondry nudges me, I'll... You know, oh, with my eyes, you know, like, yep, I see it. And then I'll point him towards what I just saw. And then I go, oh, shit. And I'll say, I think we're in trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the auction continues with the sides uh, getting heated. Uh, as the higher the price climbs, the angrier and angrier and more intense the voices get that are placing the bets. What's in the box? Exactly. Yeah. What's in the box? <laughs> I'll turn to the Oracle and say, what do you make of this? Do you know what is in that box? <laughs> oh, oh, which box? The box Oof. that they're auctioning off. Oh. No. <laughs> you said it's the size of a footlocker, right? Mm-hmm. So not the size of a coffin. No, it's definitely narrower than a coffin, but Smaller. like... Smaller. Shorter. It's a little taller than a coffin too. It's okay. about it's six. I'm, like I want to say gnome like coffin. <laughs> uh, it's probably taller than a gnome coffin for sure. So like a dwarf coffin. Probably a little taller than a dwarf coffin. I don't know. Um, yeah, a little taller than a dwarf coffin. He does not know. But it rises and rises the price until it gets to uh, one hundred and eighteen thousand gold pieces. Holy shit! Yeah, or I believe that's. That's a spicy meat of ball. Yeah, I believe that's a eleven thousand eight hundred platinum. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, and it goes very heated back and forth, um, and it is between. In the end, it's three parties. Uh, it is one very gravelly, raspy-voiced figure um, that is surrounded by six uh, heavily cowled folks. Um, the dwarves bearing the symbol of the Iron Shield. And uh, the red-skinned, um, long-fanged folks. But finally, oh, so those two pairs didn't come together? No, 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 no. They are, they are. You mean the the red-skinned vampires, basically? Yeah. Um, no, no, they did not come with the dwarves. Okay. They are seated far away from each other, actually. But they walked in with the dwarves. At they the, all at the walked end. in together, yes. Um, but there were like some guards separating them. You've noticed. Um, so. The dwarves actually are the ones who end up taking it for 118,000 gold. And, and, and that kind of rests, and, he, and Amerigo uh, Meow Meow goes, going once, going twice, sold. Thank you all very much. This concludes tonight's auction for charity. So if all of the rest of you would remain seated while our special guests exit. Uh, that would be very much appreciated. And for all of our special guests, a reminder to not try anything tonight, or my employer would know about it, and he would not be very happy with you.
and there is an, a, another wave of tension that kind of ripples through then. And they're, cause they're kind of all like, like some of them are like talking to themselves and, and, and really intense hushed voices. But then as he say, says that they, all of their focus kind of shifts to him and quiets up. Um, and then they are all filed out by these guards. And then uh, a little bit after Amerigo follows them out and then the guards follow it out, out after them. And then finally there is nobody left in the chamber, but uh, all of the main party, basically, all the nobles and stuff like that. And Lord Dareth stands up and he and he addresses the crowd and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I, I must apologize. I have no idea what that was, or how it was allowed to happen in my own home." His you, wife has something to do with it. I already know. His wife has something to do with it. Please let us. And then he he sees his guards and he, and he goes. Guards! He kind of sees them back in the exit, and he goes, Get out here and protect my guests. And they kind of usher in you some of please. them. What's up? You say please, jeez. He's he's a little yeah. He's a little ticked that, that this they didn't kind do of it was like an embarrassing. Yeah, they didn't do mm. their job. He's kind of been embarrassed in front of a lot of people. I mean, they were vampires. Right? What, what's the deal? Do, do, how, do we know what redskin vampires? What you, the significance? You you do that not is? know, and you do not Crobin know about them. The only ones who know about the dwarves and the vampires right now are Crobin, or sorry, are Rondry and and Whiskers. Um, that oh, word hasn't gotten to you word. guys yet. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so. Uh, that kind of happens. The guards come and, and kind of help people. There are some nobles who are like, 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 like hyperventilating and breathing really heavily. And the guards are kind of coming out and some of the servants are kind of coming out and some of them are kind of rubbing their heads like they've, like they were knocked out or, or, or like fallen asleep or something. And they kind of are ushered back in and, and the din kind of rises again as people are speaking and gossiping and like really quickly. And then there's like gossip just like spreading back and forth. And all these nobles are aghast with all this information and people start to slowly file back in kind of warily I'd into like, the main ballroom. I'd like to, if I get a chance to go and look around the floor where Amerigo walked and see if there's any of his hairs on the ground. Mm. Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception check. Weird. You're kind of like up this this path to the stage. Yeah, just kind of uh, in the, the the walkway. I didn't mm. do very well. Um, five. That makes sense. They're they're. I mean, they're hairs. It would be you'd have to like get down and look yeah. around for a while. Um, with a cursory glance, you do not see any. And also, okay. he's kind of meticulously groomed. Mm. Uh, he's probably gonna be coughing up his hairs later, <laughs> uh, if anything. Uh, so, you all. Um, well, I'm confused. I'll go back to the table. Uh, what are you confused about, sir? What just happened? Uh, well, they came in with a large trunk uh, with a round keyhole in it, and they auctioned it off, and these uh, weird uh, vampire uh, guards... Uh, Wait, they were vampires? Well, they're vampire guards. What? Heard about the Iron Shields? I probably have. You all have heard about the Iron Shields. They are, they are notoriously evil. Well, they were here, and they're the ones who just won that thing the iron guards won the chest yeah it's probably not a good thing and you said they were vampire guards well they're the iron shields so yes. they were former vampire guards I know of this yes I know of it well they, 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 they're still around uh, apparently so was anyone else did anyone else see anything else there of any of the Figures. Oh yes, I did. I saw red, just you know, vampiric creatures, some kind. So there was a vampire too. Um, when I said vampiric, similar to vampires. Crobin's just watching the Oracle. Mm -hmm. There's Birdman. Yeah, the Oracle. Who? His brow is ver is furrowed, and he kind of uh, he, his hands are right out in front on the table. And you notice he's not, he hasn't stood up from uh, the main stage. He's kind of looking down at the table a little bit, and his eyes are shut, and he's, he's kind of wobbling a little bit. Um, and his brow is furrowed like he's thinking really hard or concentrating very hard about something. And you hear him kind of... Like a dog having a dream? Yes, yes, very similar. No, really. <laughs> yeah, that's, very that's kind of cute. perfect. 
guys. The Oracle's having a problem. Birdman, are you okay? And there's a sharp intake of breath as he lifts his head and he looks around. He goes, am I? Yes. You seem to have passed out or something. I'm, I'm fine. Just, just fine. Help me to my feet, would you? I help him up. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, he seems weak. Like he's almost like he's been drained or something or, 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 and he's, he's just kind of standing there like very, very weary. Um, and he's, he's going to lean on you to like help him walk too. Uh, I, I, I am suddenly, um, not feeling, uh, maybe it's the, maybe it's the, uh, the wine. I, I had a nip of a glass before I came in. Did you, did you, did you see, see what happened? Yes. There was a very strange item they brought out, and, and I don't know what it was, but uh, I sensed a very powerful, powerful presence coming from it. I, th- I th- think, th- think, th- th- think we, we should get out of here. Uh, I have one question before we leave, uh, Mr. Birdman. Uh, I don't mean any disrespect, but uh, why did you come here? You didn't seem to uh, bid on anything, or... uh... I was guided here tonight. I had a premonition. No breathing? I don't know. No, I, I breathed quite fine. It was from the Lady of Crows. She sent me a, a premonition. Whoa, whoa, whoa. An omen. Whoa, 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 what, what, what do you mean? I just... I knew that I had to be here tonight. I suppose this is why. <sighs> and he kind of takes his hand and like starts rubbing his head, like almost like he's coming down with a migraine or something, and he's just pressing into his head and his wrinkled fingers pressing against his wrinkled head tired I hold him concerned mm. I'll be fine I'll be fine let's let's you boys should um let's get back to the um the ballroom and just uh maybe some maybe some bread some biscuits might uh soothe my my mind and my stomach perhaps some dancing I have an, 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 yes. another egg that is all right. Are, 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 are you sure? He doesn't want your I'll, eggs, Crobin. I'll be fine, Crobin. But and he puts his hand on your he puts his hand on your cheek and kind of gets cl- a little cl- too close to your face. And he goes, "But thank you, thank you." Yeah. And it kind of lets you guide him towards back into the ballroom, uh, where there's no music for about five ten minutes, and then. Uh, Lord Blackberry kind of gets up and is like, well, he makes an announcement. He goes, well, there doesn't, they don't seem to be here anymore, whoever they were. There's no point in letting it spoil the night. Let us continue and try to forget that horrid event. Is that what everyone else is doing? Like, is the ballroom just full of people dancing again? No, no, people aren't dancing again. People are still kind of solemn. It's mostly just people talking uh, in quiet, in, in whispers and gossiping and stuff like that. But then the music kind of kicks in, and it's not like a lively dancing tune or anything. It is kind of just uh, very, like, soothing music for a bit. Uh, and just to give, like, the, the calming party vibe, basically. Uh, and there are some tables set up, and, and, you know, there's a little dance floor area, and... Uh, um, the birdman uh, kind of gestures over to the tables with his head and he goes, um, I might have a sit and if, if one of you could go and grab me some some uh, biscuit or pastry of some kind, maybe some some cheese. Of- I would be honored. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, thank you. Oh, you want thank to you. go? We, 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 I'll go, go with you. Uh, thank you kindly. Okay. <laughs> I will chin- Unless you don't, don't, don't want walk. Let's, I, I could stay here. I am impressed by your willingness to have Crap biscuits. <laughs> yes, let's go. 
you dirty biscuit grabber. <laughs> I will gently uh, put the Birdman in a chair again. Yeah, yeah, you seat him into this nice and plush velvet chair. And I'm going to stand close behind him with my hand on my sword. Nice, yeah. Um, and he kind of has one hand like kind of resting on your, on your side, like on your arm, just kind of like holding onto you a little bit still for support. And then one hand kind of down on the thing. And, and one of the... One of the crows is kind of like, uh, like nestling into the crook in his neck, and he kind of nestles back into it, and that seems to soothe him a little bit. And he just goes, Cassie, Cassie, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cassie. I'm gonna look around for some more cat hair. I'm just gonna like kind of look on the mm, ground. Roll with disadvantage because okay. you're now in the giant ballroom. Oh, never mind. Got a four. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no cat hairs, okay. and there are uh, not really any other tabaxi even here, too, mm. uh, other than our boy. I mean, look, if you want My tabaxi boy. hair, dog, mm. just gotta ask. <laughs> yeah, you do find a tabaxi hair, and you lift it up, and it's like long and blonde, like very clearly came from Donatello's it, mane. It's attached like, to Donatello's <laughs> mane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, one long, really. Hair. Oh man! You follow the thread up to his beard. <laughs> Can I help you? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he's sitting at the table, and uh, you all come back with the biscuits and cheese uh, after after securing some from servants. Um, and uh, he kind of very gently, like somebody with an uneasy stomach, kind of takes little pieces of bread and cheese uh, and sits there for about five, ten minutes. you want to do anything I'm else? just going to look just over with my uh, schematics and shit, yeah. For sure. I'm going to look and see if there's any other nobles around. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the, that I know. There, there are. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that I okay, know. Cool. That I know. That I talked to before. For sure. For sure. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find uh, Kragain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do spot Kragain. He's on the other side of the uh, ballroom a little bit. Okay. Uh, but it looks like he is um, putting on this big, heavy, uh, kind of weighted cloak, um, mm. around his neck and kind of fastening it. Him and him and the the misses are kind of doing that looking like they might be about to take off okay i won't bother him then okay yeah they kind of fasten it and and uh say a few goodbyes and um make their way out uh so about that much you know five ten minutes pass and uh the birdman kind of has finished the little pastry that you guys brought him it's like a little croissant like a little fancy little one of those he finishes that and then cassie uh kind of boom 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 like bird hops down his uh arm onto the table and like like pecks up the rest of the cheese uh, and then hops back up and ducks back into his robe. And he and then he looks up and he goes, all right, well, I think I've had about as much excitement as I can take for one night. If we'll just head back, our, our carriage should be waiting for us out front um, and we can head back and we'll get you your questions answered. Thank you for your... Uh, Thank you for being here. I knew I would need protection, but I didn't know what from. Hmm. So, 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 so far, if we haven't protected you from anything. That's not true. I'm sure many evils wanted to come, but when they saw me, they turned around. They knew. Yeah, the bird mind smiles gently at this, and he goes, Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure it was you, Whiskers. I will smile with at that with pride and lead the bird man out by the elbow. Yeah. Uh, as he stands up, uh, you kind of help him to his feet. And the minute he gets to his feet, his head reels back and his eyes uh, burst open. Not with not with white light, but they they are like kind of partially no, clouded like, over. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. completely white over. Yeah. And he there's like a sharp raspy intake of breath as he goes <gasps> and he has like and he starts like shaking a little bit and uh, I didn't do it <laughs> yeah he's in he his arm clutches onto your arm uh, whiskers, what, 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 what and he you starts do? Do shaking a tiny Ow. bit uh, yeah it does hurt the strength with which he's grasping you is is way stronger than you would assume Ouchie. he's capable of uh, and it kind of his thumb is like digging in right where your armor is like where there's a break in your armor so he's going right through and people around there's some gasps and people kind of back up so, <gasps> it's okay it yeah. is normal it- he kind of shakes for a bit and then uh he kind of uh and then after about 10 seconds of that he stops and he his whole body kind of goes limp and uh roll me a whiskers since you had hands on him roll me a dexterity uh check to Oof. 
Oh, no. Anybody got some inspiration? I critically failed. I give you my inspiration from before. No, it does not have inspiration. I'll uh, give Morrison you my does. inspiration. Yeah. Why did Morrison have inspiration? Cheer For wine. Getting me a cheer wine. I know. I just wanted you to say it. Okay, cool. I'm rolling again. Sponsored by... Okay, it's there a dexterity check. Yeah. Uh, 16. Great. Perfect. Yeah. That's yeah, that's more than what you needed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he starts to... He just, he just gives out like trust fall style, um, except just straight down like kids will sometimes do. And before you see his... What, like, what kids do that? You know how kids just go limp? When you're trying to drag them somewhere, and there's oh, like, no. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How often like are you dragging kids somewhere? Oh, yeah. 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 You don't want to know. Yeah, you guys are kids. Yeah, you guys don't drag kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always dragging kids places. Jamie, Jamie, I'm with you on this. Thank you. I drag kids all the time. Thank you. You guys are weird for not dragging kids. Yeah, you're kids all weird the time. for not dragging kids. Other people's children. Uh, so. OPC. OPC. Yeah, you know me. Um, so whiskers, you, his legs go out from underneath him and you just like seize him around the waist just in time. And you kind of bring him over to the chair and lower him gently into the chair. And he is just kind of passed out in the chair for a bit. I'll, um, okay. Do you all do anything? I'm going to get, 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 get the carriage. Sounds And I go out and I look for the carriage drivers. Okay. Because we yeah. got to get this bird man out of here. So yeah. you, would, you would have to st- uh, go to up fly the this ornate staircase and everything. Okay. Um, and you kind of make your way to the top of the staircase, and there are some servants at the door uh, that would tell you, that would that would basically greet you and say, oh, on your way out, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spit it out, man. I'm just going to, like, push by them. <laughs> okay, yeah, you push by them for sure. Um, back with him, I will. I feel Can responsible, and I'm just like focusing on him, and I'm gonna put my hand on his chest, and I just feel this. I don't know this power from my goddess. What's her name? Rodane. Uh, Rodane, and I just feel this energy shoot through me, and I'm going. To lay on hands Great. and heal him for, I don't know, three. Great, yeah, you do, and, and this divine light, your hand kind of glows with this divine sunlight energy, uh, and and seems to travel into his chest. And as you do, uh, he his eyes slowly kind of flutter open, and he he looks he looks around for a bit, or no, he just stares uh, staring straight up for a bit. And then he turns and he, he looks towards you. Birdman. And he's got, uh, he's got, like, he's just seen a ghost on his, a look on his face. And he goes, Donatello. We, yes, Birdman. We need to get that chest. We cannot let it leave this place tonight. Do you want me to help you out of here before? Or should I run after them now? We need gather the others. I am right here. Let's do this. I like this plan. I'm already like at the valet yeah, stand, you make it to the, stuttering at people. I, you make it <laughs> I book to it the foyer, to, yeah. through like like through the courtyard. You have to like you have a ways. Do I see any of those bad guys with any of those chests that we're looking for? No, you do not. God damn. I yeah. book it to go find Crobin. You see other nobles that. that are kind of put off, a little faint of heart, and you you book it to Crobin. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Rondry, you take off. Um, you're going to be gone some minutes because you have to go through the foyer, through the courtyard. Uh, you remember it was down a little path, past some topiaries, uh, to the semicircular, semicircular like carriage driveway, basically. I'm looking for whatever like valet equivalent they have there. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, there is like a, there's like a servant, uh, with a bunch of carriages kind of pulled out around front. Uh, and the servant looks to you and he goes... Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yes. It's an emergency. You need your carriage pulled around. Please, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you can. Hmm. Yes, sir. Who was your party? The name on the invitation? And he starts pulling out a scroll and looking through them like... The oracle. Ah, yes. Hmm. Ah, here you are. Yes, uh, we'll we'll have it right around for you. Um, we'll, we'll pull, I'm sorry, <clears throat> going into my other voice. Uh, yes, we'll pull it right around for you uh, right now. Hurry up. Yes, sir. We know you're panicked tonight. We'll we'll have it for you. Uh, right around. We 
We heard what happened. We're very sorry for the experience. Uh, Lord Blackberry um, sends his, uh, his apologies to everybody. Please hurry. And I'm going to like yes. give him a tip. I'm going to give him a tip. No, of a copper piece. Okay. He takes that and he very, gives you a polite smile. Uh, and I'm going to start. And he lets out a whistle to signal uh, one of the carriage riders. Cool. I'm yeah. going to run back down toward. Okay. And I'm going to go up to a servant that I see in the ball in the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see a servant and passing. Say, say, do you know anything about where they keeping all this uh, 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 auction stuff? Oh yes, I believe. And I'll pull out a gold coin and I'll make it um, shine with like little stars above it mm-hmm. and a moon. A like, gold coin with little stars and a moon above it. Yeah, cool. press the digitate. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above it. Uh, yeah, this is a lady servant. She goes, um, um. What's this? Oh, oh. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, y- yes, I believe the um, the quarters for the auctioneer um, are down into the the west wing of the manor, down that way. But um, the guests aren't permitted, unfortunately, sir. I see. I was just curious. I love architecture, so I wanted to know about the various, uh, you know, how it's built. This is a wonderful place, and here you go. Thank you for that information. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Just down that way, yes? Uh, Yes, uh, just down that way, but uh, yes, like I said... You know, nobody's I know, I'm just trying to get a mental map of the place. Yes, but it's down that way, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. And then she... Gives you a nod and takes off. And I'll I'll try to find another servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You you do. Uh, there are plenty of servants. This one, uh, this one is a little uh, gnome servant, kind hello. of teetering around. Oh, hello. And I'll speak to him in uh, gnomish. Hello there. Hello. How are you? Um, How are you, sir? Well, I'm very good. My lord. How are you? Doing quite well myself, sir. Would it be crazy if you would show me to? Uh, I want to meet this Amerigo. I am so fascinated with him. Oh, I have a feeling uh, uh, many of the guests probably would like to meet Amerigo, sir. <laughs> would it be crazy for you to tell me where he is and or show me? I, I have uh, and, uh, <laughs> just a fascination with this. Well, we cleared out a spot for the auctioneer, Amerigo. Um, we cleared it out uh, down the west wing, down that way. Uh, I myself am not permitted down that way. Oh, who is permitted? I want to talk uh, to them. Pretty much just the lord and lady. Okay. Well, I'll go talk to them then. Yes. Thank you. Very well, sir. Good day, my lord. Good day. Uh, and then he makes his way off. All right. I, I want to ask the bird man, will you be okay without us by your side? I'm going with you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> and I'm going, then uh, I'll let's come, go. I'll come back and I'll, I'll, I'll try to find the Lord Blackberry anywhere yeah 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 he's he is uh surrounded by some other nobles for sure uh talking fervently of course about the events of tonight uh and he seems to have taken on you know he's a little dour but his wife seems to be trying to cheer him up um and he's got a drink in hand and is like very you know got a sour look on his face and he's talking to some noble and you just overhear the end of the conversation is like never let this happen my father would never never I must say, my lord, even with the events of the night, this has been a fantastic experience, and I must compliment you on your wonderful party. Thank you. Uh, did, I forget. Have you talked to this guy? Did you no, talk to him last time? No, no you have not. Uh, he goes. He, he turns and looks at you once over, and he goes, "Um, thank you very much. Uh, who, who do I have the pleasure of addressing? Oh, it is my pleasure, and I am Galavin Aurelis of the Aurelis family. We are very honored to be in your presence. Ah, yes, the Aurelis family. He, he holds out his hand to you. And I'll do the appropriate courtesy. Great, yeah. <laughs> it, it is not lit- kissing a ring. Yeah. It, is, it is holding out a hand, and then you just put your forehead to his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do one of those. Oh, boy. Um, and he, but it's not like a dainty little, mm, mm. It's, it's, like a, it's like a commanding, like show of respect. Yeah. Um, for sure. So you do that, and he goes, ah, yes. Well, are your parents here, lad? No, I was just passing through, and I had to see, I had to meet you, and I'm so happy to, and also see your magnificent place. So it has been very joyous for me. Well, I'm happy you like my estate, and I'm happy that you could partake of our revels tonight, and I'm 
I'd like to wish you a personal condolences for the actions that transpired tonight. I am not so disturbed. I would like to serve you in any way to give retribution to these people who usurp, who, who uh, treat your, uh, your hospitality with such callousness, my lord. I would like to speak to him and teach him right. Uh, we all would. I believe he's fled his chambers, but they were... And he goes and he points down the, the west wing area, and he goes, that's where his chambers were. I sent some guards to uh, to bring him about if they could find him, but they said he wasn't there. Please, feel free to uh, make your own way if you wish. Thank you, my lord. I will, and I will find him for you, and I will tell him what is right. Just uh, take a couple of the house guards with you in case he's hiding out in one of the rooms. I will indeed. Thank you, my lord. And then somebody... Somebody nearby whispers, uh, one of the nobles that's kind of standing around watching this exchange, you hear somebody whisper, uh, they go <laughs> somebody like Somebody whispering like, <laughs> you hear somebody whisper, um, that's some hot gas. <laughs> you hear them go, uh, probably because he's half elf. Definitely bad luck. Probably caused the night's events. I hear some chattering that I am not sure I understand. And Lord Blackberry turns in that general direction as well, and he goes, Yes, as do I. Do you have something to say, Lord Merriweather? And then this, this noble, uh, this kind of bigger noble with uh, these long mutton chops kind of looks up and looks to you, and his eyes kind of narrow a little bit, but then they look to Lord Dareth and they go, not at all, sir. Nothing. I'll just be on my way. And then he turns around with... Lucius Malfoy over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he turns around with a lady on his arm and kind of haughtily walks away. Good night to you, Lord Merriweather. <laughs> and he just doesn't even... He doesn't even look you in the eye. He just lets out a hmm over his shoulder and walks away. Hmm. And then Lord Blackberry looks back to you and he just has like a look on his face that's like... It's like a... For, like... You're gonna have to give me, like, cut me, uh, cut me some slack on this. I'm like, sorry. Oh, he doesn't I, apologize, but he just gives you like a look of like. I am sorry. used to this <clears throat> insolence and uh, ignorance, so it is fine. There's no place for old biases here. We still serve the kingdom with pride. It does not matter. He 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 puts a hand on his shoulder and he leans in. And he goes, after what your people went through, you don't deserve that. Thank you, my lord. Cool. And then he lets you go. Okay. Sure. Sorry, what were you going to say, Whisk? Wait, did you get the information from this guy? I got permission to go to the oh, place. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Whiskers will walk up to you and be like, are we going? Yes, when we're going to take some guards with us. Oh, meow. Yeah, so some uh, the Birdman comes along with you guys, and you guys walk... Uh, I'm assuming you guys join them, Ron. Yeah, and I Crobin. probably eventually catch up with Crobin. Yeah. I am running back. Oh yeah, uh, you do. You guys catch up in in like the uh, like around the topiaries outside because it took it took him so long to say what he needed right, to say right, to right, the ballet. Right, right, right. Oh, that you caught me. <laughs> that you catch up. I turn around to run back, and everyone just standing there behind me. <laughs> I'm Basically. picturing they just got the carriage up ready for us to leave, and then he's like, "Okay, yeah. we gotta go back." And exactly. He, the, the tip driver's like. <sighs> I give him another copper for his troubles. Great. He happily or politely accepts it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you guys make your head <laughs> back into the past the topiaries, past the courtyard, past the foyer, back into the ballroom, and make your way to the West Wing. And we're all together? And you're all together. And some guards give you a nod, and some uh, they are actually the ones who are going to escort you into the West Wing. And you enter into this dark hallway, and that is where we'll call it. Oh, that was spicy. Mm, baby. Might I say, a spicy meatball. <laughs> you may. A spicy meatball. Cool. Well, uh, that was great. Thank you all very much. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, and tune in next week for a new episode and find out what happens next. Uh, or actually this episode might already be out. So maybe just go check it out now and then you can find out what happens next right this very moment. Please also subscribe, rate, and review. 
at your local podcastery. It really yeah. does help a budding new podcast <laughs> to does. review. Seriously. It really does. Just, just, yeah, just nice help review. us find our audience. Yeah. And it's you. Our audience has been inside you this whole time. <laughs> also, feel free to just give us money. Yeah, totally. Also, feel free to give us your spare children so Jamie can no, drag them no, around. We're not, yeah, we're going to drag around your kids. Not <laughs> spare children. It has to be somebody else. Make us some children special. Yeah, make them special just for yeah. me, Rumpelstiltskin style. Rumpelstiltskin. Right to Rumpelstiltskin at P.O. Box. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Uh, thank you very Take much, Eric bite DeLong. out of your kids. Scruff <laughs> <laughs> McGruff. Uh, thank you all. Thank you, Eric DeLong, for writing the music. Um, thank you, uh, Noah, for helping produce this podcast and the awesome magic that you do. Um, will the characters that are in this podcast that came out so weird will they make their way into the West Wing and unlock the mysteries will Vanessa Carlton ever become a character in this game she will now Uh, thank you all for joining we'll see you all next week bye bye the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town.